Mickey Gall's not it. Mickey Gall's fighting. No, they're some, still they're still fighting. Yeah, Mickey Gall's once again gatekeeping the UFC for newcomers. I don't. He's like a prospect Mickey killer, isn't he? But... You guys ready? We're podcasting. I wouldn't call right him now. a prospect killer. The only prospect he <laughs> killed really. was CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the intro right there. <laughs> everyone welcome back into another episode of making the walk today is the 9th of april um and it's fight day it's uh it's 273 day uh i'm excited for this um joining me as always is co-host mike mike how are you doing you know i'm doing pretty good this week just finished up a run uh it's raining snow and fucking cold but somehow i feel really good well, it's like sleep, whatever they call it. Yeah, I'm doing good. How you how you doing today, Andrew? And Alex? I'm I'm doing all right. Fantastic. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little I'm a little drunk right now. So Jesus. this should be a fun <laughs> podcast. I mean, it is his technically Alex. It's a Friday night on a college campus, so I don't blame you. Yeah. No, neither do I. It's it, I'm a little tilted right now. It's well, we can't get, get carried away too much today. <laughs> I didn't realize Mike was doing the host introductions too. Now, sorry, sorry, I, we're already going. We're off script. Alex is drunk. This is great. Not drunk. <laughs> you were talking fine five minutes ago. Don't even be. Don't even be like that. I'm not All right, drunk. So, All right. If you guys didn't already, um, you can listen to our review of our previous show. Um, we did that last week on Thursday. We're recording a little bit late this week because me and Alex had some work late night uh, Thursday. Um, we weren't able to record, but um, be able to get our picks to you now on this episode. So, uh, as always, we're going to start with a little bit of uh, non-UFC stuff. Uh, we got to wait for Mike to finish putting his chew in, and then we'll be good to go. Say that out loud, man. Yeah, come on, man. Well, I got to well, not chew. Like it's just nicotine. <laughs> oh, oh, big difference. Sorry. Well, the, the chew is for later. <laughs> All right. As always, we start with our name that state game um, back by popular demand because I just like hearing you guys guess it. Um, so if you guys aren't aware, uh, we play this game where um, I'll read an article of a news headline and these guys have to figure out what state it, um, the offender came from. In this instance, though, we're just going to guess what airport it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. Wait, can so, we guess the state of the airport? Yeah, no. I don't know, like, airport names. Yeah, like... guess guess the state of the airport. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. A 10-inch knife was found in a baby's car seat at blank airport. Mm. I fucking saw this headline, too. You did? No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> Wait, okay, it has to be in the United States, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that sounds very would... fucking Australian. I would let you. <laughs> I would let you know if it was like an international headline. Okay. To guess, like the country, maybe. Uh, or like the, which continent it is on. Continent. No, no, no. I'm just, just, we're doing a hypothetical. All right. Okay. Let's guess the state here. Um. Okay, we've been cold recently. Can you at least give us like a hint, like just south? No, or no, 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 no hints. I think I have a good idea. 
I'm going to go Pacific Northwest. And I'm going to go with. Now, just keep going while I fucking think. Cause... Okay. Um, so I don't think it's Pacific Northwest. Northwest. Okay. Uh, I think it's Atlantic. Uh, and oh, you I'm know what going... I was thinking of Georgia. And, I'm... and you want to know what? You want to know what? I'm going to go wild here and we're going to say like South Carolina. That's good. I'm actually going to change it up. I'm going Georgia. I'm going to switch my Georgia. region of the country. Georgia. Sorry. He's feeling the master's vibes. Um, Hello, I friends. <laughs> the complete headline reads, a 10-inch knife was found in a baby's car seat at Boston Airport. Fuck. Boston. Massholes. Although, <laughs> although, Mike, I'll give you, I'll give you half a point because the flight was going to Atlanta. Oh, oh let's go! Nice. Let's go <laughs> on, right. Boston. So, Mike's. I would not that have guessed. Boston that. surprises me on that. One, that honestly. does kind of surprise me a little. I mean, Boston's wild, but like, I mean, I was expecting like some weird ass fucking state along the East Coast. Yeah, I got an eight-inch knife, and that thing's way too fucking big. <laughs> Where would I even get a ten-inch knife? Hey. But eight's like, not that, okay, so. hey, hey, eight's not that big. Come on, four is perfectly fine. <laughs> you mean you mean three and a half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. three and a half, three and a half. Yeah, three and a half is pretty yeah, big, saw, actually. I saw a meme and it was like, um, what is it? So a horse weighs. I gotta pull it up. But any, um, what is it? That's our second Massachusetts one in a row. So I think I need to diversify this a little bit more. Um. But I, I saw this meme and it said, hung like a horse. The average horse weighs a thousand pounds when it has a 20 inch penis. That's a ratio of 50 pounds to one inch. So the average man weighs 200 pounds, needs a four inch penis to be hung like a horse. Let's go. Let's go. I'm hung. <laughs> I'm hung. <laughs> I'm hung and then some. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. This is already off the rails. We're talking about dick sizes on the fucking podcast. Oh my god, this is such a mess already. <laughs> hey, you brought distributed property. I am hungry like horse. <laughs> All right, so um so we I, we can move into the question of the day for you guys. Okay. All right. So if you had if you had the opportunity to cut off a finger for $10,000, that every subsequent finger you get cut off, they put a zero on top of it. They add another zero. How many are you cutting off? You can have my whole left hand. I don't need it. I don't use it for fucking anything. Besides typing. The, see, I would say the same, but I, I do use my left hand for something. Actually, I use I my left hand for a lot of things. So I think I think you underestimate how much you actually would use your left hand. Mike, that means you couldn't golf again normally. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're right. God damn it. Like, you would need at least, like, two digits to be able to hold the golf club with two hands i would assume okay so here's what i'm gonna say since i a lot of my stuff is i'm a lefty in a lot of things except for like throwing right and like writing so here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna take off my pinky and my on ring which hand on your right hand on my right hand okay and then i'm trying to think of golf i would oh. take in hockey i'd take my index finger off on my left hand i think that's where i'm going with this i think that's what i'm gonna do so you're going with four tax free ten thousand dollars no three three, oh, no. three. index or middle 
or sorry, not middle ring and pinky nah, you need on the, the right. middle fingers. Yeah, no, I'm not getting rid of the middle fingers. Too <laughs> too precious, right? I'm getting rid of my pinky and my ring finger on my right, and then my index on my left. So that's three. Three extra zeros. That so you lose to, these these that gets three. me a to what a million? A million. Yeah, I'm cool three with that. A million for fucking three fingers. Sure. Fuck it. Oh fuck. I think you got the golf. Yeah, but like ten million, I feel like is uh, that's like money you can pass on to like the rest of your like your that's like but nearing people, generational wealth. Yeah, but some people don't even make a million mm. in their lifetime. Fucking like, buy prosthetic no, million fingers dollars for ten million dollars. A million dollars is a fairly. It's not that much money nowadays. It's not much money, but it's enough to start you off somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have a job and a million dollars is just like saved in the bank, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fucking nice. Like, tax you know, free. You don't got to worry about that tax shit. Tax free. But don't worry about taxes. Yeah, you don't got to yeah, worry about that shit. Like, you can Marty let that sit. Fucking in some, that shit. You can let that sit in a fucking 401k. Imagine. Oh my God. That'd be nice. Compound interest, work at Home Depot for the rest of my life. Yeah. Just but work how, like. You can't work at Home Depot. You want any fingers? <laughs> if I have a million. Uh, yeah, you could. You can mix paint with. Okay. That's probably well. I honestly, honestly, I would go a full time coach. Actually, you probably could work at Home Depot. I would do what I'm doing now. I would just coach the entire time, hundred percent, hundred percent. I would just become a full time coach. If I had how many fingers? Trying to think with the golf swing. I don't think I'd miss my left, which is this the index finger, right? Yeah. I call it a pointer finger because I'm a Neanderthal. Uh. Shit, man. I'm going to go left index finger, right pinky, because it's not going to matter. I don't need this. You know, it just makes it better. I can do you can it. Put with that these, on your ring finger. Yeah. You should probably do your ring finger on yeah, that. Yeah. You can just you do this it. or something like that. Um, ooh, ooh. No, I can't miss two hands. I'm like, oh, fuck. How much would two fingers give me? 100 grand. 100 grand. No, I wouldn't. I'd only give up two figures in reality. And no, I wouldn't do it for hundred grand. <laughs> I would do three for a million for sure. That's not a question in my mind. Three for a million. I'm cool with that. I don't know why. I just don't want to lose any appendages. <laughs> see, see, here's the thing. I just thought about it like logistically, right? Like I don't, I rarely use my pinky and my ring finger on my right. But okay? how much, how much would it actually affect to lose those two fingers? Like, well, we don't know it. how much it affect our golf swing, hockey. Oh, like, okay, first off, first off, I suck at golf, so it doesn't well, matter how many fingers I have. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. You know, <laughs> also, too, also, too, like, I think the bottom two fingers, like, when do I ever use these? Like, I mean, realistically, I don't, like, maybe the stick handle, but I suck at that anyways for hockey, so who the fuck cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, I fucking, I'm trash. Like, who, who the fuck cares for me, right? So if I lose the pinky, and my ring on my right. That doesn't really mean anything. I don't want to lose the ring on my left because if I get married, then where am I going to fucking put the fucking ring? You know what I'm saying? I thought it goes on your left ring. That's what I'm finger. saying. I don't uh, want to lose my uh, left uh, ring. I miss her. Yeah. Miss her. Yeah. So Can I, I give up the- toes instead? No. Damn it. See, I would lose the pinky on the left because when the fuck am I ever using the pinky on the left? Like, I'm never, ever. Yeah like using my pinky on my left and if i am what you could uh rep a nice fashionable stuff. pinky ring oh i mean the gabagool 
Yeah, I don't fucking, uh, I, you, you know, you with the million dollars, down. they're going to buy as many rings as I want. People forget about the fucking missing fingers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you cut off all 10, it's $10 trillion. I'll buy fucking new fingers. All right, I'll do you all 10 for new, 10 You can't do you that. Actually, you can't buy new fingers and you can't use prosthetics. That's bullshit. Okay, that's bullshit. Fuck you. No, that sucks. All right, fine, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll cut off all 10 of my fingers and make you my personal assistant for like, a hundred dollars a year. Hundred dollars a year. You're making ten trillion dollars. Yeah, and I, when I die, off. which is probably by the time I'm 35, you get the rest of it. See, see, so, there's one major flaw with mo- removing all fingers on your hands, and I think we all know what it is. Yeah, you can't Eat write. Off. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Get baited, motherfucker! <laughs> Get baited. <laughs> no, I mean, that was gonna come out eventually. Let's be honest. Oh, That's originally God. why I said I'd give you all the fingers on my left hand because I don't use it. Uh, that'd be the right hand for me. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, this is your start. stupid fucking question. You ask about hands, you know what we're gonna get into. Great start. People didn't need, people didn't need to know. That. I was trying to avoid it, but you know, <laughs> no, you didn't need your specifics. Like what? Oh yeah, I baited you hard. I knew that was coming out. <laughs> I knew that's what you were thinking. How was it gonna come out? In what other context would that just come out to the world? Why would I? Okay, but if I was worried about writing, why would I say all the fingers on my left hand in the first place? I'm not worried about writing. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, no one knows if you're lefty or righty on the podcast. Well, they fucking should know when I said I'll give you all fingers on my left hand. It's pretty simple. I guess. What am I? What am I? What are the two main things I use my right hand for? Writing. And uh, golf. No, I'd say shaking my pee, but then masturbating. Okay. 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 I don't write okay. that much. Okay. Anymore. Okay. Okay. We're done. We're done. We're done. No more. No fucking more. Fucking yurking the yam. Stop. Slapping the chicken. What is it called? Choking the chicken. Choking the okay, chicken. We're, 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 we're cutting this all out anyway. Slapping the monkey. <laughs> Being the geese. <laughs> Get it all dice. out. We got it. Just give me more to edit. It's fine. Beating the schmeat. <laughs> Slapping on the that snake. Mark down the time. On the that? snake. No, I'm not to it's, find it. It's 905. Oh, that Where helps. I don't know when we started talking, though. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, what what time are we at on the podcast? Total minutes. I don't know. It doesn't tell me. We need a better system because I keep saying names, too. <laughs> this is great. Okay. Uh, so, on that note, um, what do you say we just get into the picks? <laughs> Sure, let's do it. No, it's strictly analytics this week. Okay, all right. Okay, so I did research, but here's the thing. Okay, one, kind of drunk, so, you know, oof. Okay, two, all right, I'm broke. I ain't betting this week. I'm going strictly based off of what I would bet, but I'm not actually betting. Get off the podcast. I'm a college (laughs) kid. Fucking last year. Once Once I get a big boy job. I'll fucking, fucking send you money. Not really. I was gonna say bet. I'll do it for you. No, uh, but no. yeah, these are picks that I would throw money on. But if you don't follow me with it, like it's just it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So like, let's get into the shit. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> you're 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 a loser for losing all of your money in your account. Yeah. That means you're bad at gambling. 
Uh, yeah, you could you could tell that to the fucking Lightning who lost to the goddamn fucking Canadians. The Canadians. How do you lose the Canadians? Dude, why am I all my fucking... I've ever seen in my life, by the way? Oh my god! Holy fuck! Sorry, we're not a hockey that. podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's let's fucking continue forward. Oh, oh, okay. real. Hold on, one thing before we oh, get god. in. It's oh, Masters god. weekend. Bryson DeChambeau missed the cut again. That's what you get for disrespecting Augusta. <laughs> Yeah, that course owns him. R67. It's not a good course for him. How's that John Rom pick looking, Alex? I don't wait, where is he at? <laughs> we don't gotta talk about it. Okay. <laughs> we don't gotta talk about it. He's not looking too hot right now. I mean, compared to everyone else. And fucking what's that guy's fucking name? Scheifler or Shuff- Scotty Shuffler. Shuffler? Dude, that dude's killing it. Oh he's my sad. god. He's me and Andrew's age. He's like minus eight, and everyone's yeah. like a minus three. On the first day, that's fucking nuts. Oh, did you guys see the hole in one today? I know it's not a whatever, not a golf podcast, but that hole in one was gross by Sink. What a great golf name, by the way. Last name Sink. He had to either be a golfer or a plumber. Yeah, yeah. Well, he also has the infamous uh, tan or tan face, bald head with the tan line, the hat tan line. (laughs) (laughs) The white was hitting just right. Oh my god. That's the only oh, reason I know who he is. I and, just want a major, I think, too, though. And and you know Sink did not think that was going to be a hole-in-one. He fucking hit that on the opposite side of the green. You could see in the clip, he's, like, walking forward. Like, he's like, ah, he grabs his bag. He's like, ah, fucking, that means it's rolling, so that's good. And he just keeps walking, walking. Next thing you know, just raises both of his hands. Everyone goes fucking nuts. He was not expecting that. No shot he was expecting a hole-in-one there. But then again, when do you expect a hole-in-one, I guess? I have no idea. I've never, anyway, I've never, couldn't tell you. Yeah. Never been yeah. close. Sorry. Anyways, right. continue. 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 Just kidding. I'm the only one on this podcast with a hole in one. Suck it. The okay. probably the closest I've been in proximity is like five feet, and that's still not even close. Yeah, mine is probably <laughs> like it? eight, eight to ten feet, something like that. You guys are garbage. And that was the Nashville week. Fuck up. <laughs> I had the best shot of my life on my worst game of golf, worst round of golf. Like okay, both of you suck at golf. Let's move on. Okay, <laughs> it's sorry, 73 sorry, sorry. prelims. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That, not I according your, to plan. Uh, oh, my speed pick is looking really good. Anyway. <laughs> Focus. All right, sorry. Lo siento. Lo siento. Sake. Sorry, lo siento. All right, let's go. We have Julio Arc, Arc Arce, Arce versus Daniel Gustavo Santos. Arce. Arce. Yeah, I'm going Arce by decision. Um, oh, oh, I, I was gonna, gonna go. Be... Oh, I was huh? gonna go Arce by knockout. Interesting. Nice little bang bang, right through his face. I think he smokes his ass. And uh, and honestly, this other guy, I mean, he's just faced a bunch of dudes. I don't really know who they are. This is his debut. Like. Opening you know, the card too, and he has, and this other guy hasn't fought since 2019. I mean, I know I said that about McMahon, like having not a vo- big volume of fights, but this guy's last fight was Song Yudong in 2021. Granted, he lost by a knockout, but I mean, he's also beat Andre Ewell, uh, Julian Arosa, and Dan Ige, and those are some. Yeah, that Dan Ige fight has aged very well. Um, was I, I think this one will be entertaining. Uh, Santos is definitely stronger, um, albeit a little bit slower and um, isn't going to put as much pace on. 
but I think uh, Julio Arce is definitely a very underrated fighter. I'm I'm willing to bet on him more times than not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's just going to be quicker um, and just be able to use his athleticism to kind of just pick apart, um, just kind of point score to a decision win. I got knocked. Are you okay? I've been seeing more knockouts. We got uh, pizza for lunch today in the office, and I am in desperate need of Tums. I think I had like (laughs) half a pizza to myself, extra large risottis. Holy shit. Yeah. I could probably polish one off by myself, but don't bother me for five days because I won't be able to move. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. No, if I mute, it's because I'm either going to have like a fucking heartburn or um, what's it? Acid reflex. So tasty. Comes for dinner tonight. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's I, okay. Yeah, I just have Arce by knockout. I like <laughs> I like the way he, I like his striking. He has he also has some pretty good kicks too. Um, I don't know. I just I see it going more in the way of Arce, and I think Arce is just gonna outvalue him and then just catch him with a nice one, and then he'll go down. You know. Yeah, I think if you guys are split on that, um, Arce would be a good like parlay stuffer just on his money yeah. line alone. Yeah. Um, Minus one eighty. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll move into the next fight. Did you guys want to talk about the K. Hansen, uh, Pierre Rodriguez fight? I think I should. It's not too much about the fight, though. Is it about K. Hansen's uh, OnlyFans? Because we're not here to talk about that. Either. Oh my god! No, yeah, that's not I, what this is about. I literally followed her on Twitter through the making the walk. Um, Twitter, by the way, follow making the walk Twitter, making underscore the underscore walk. Right. Anyways, let me. Unplug. Um, yeah. Followed like a bunch of UFC fighters on there just to kind of keep up with news and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, first thing I saw like on my feed was OnlyFans K Hansen, and I was confused and I thought like it was a joke. And then like I, I found out soon, like soon after, it was definitely not a joke. So but, hey, <laughs> it's not even what I was going to talk about. I had no idea that was even a thing. Um, anyway, she missed weight. You guys know how I feel about that, but I'm very torn at the moment. I still don't know how I feel about it. Um, I it pains me. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I a Hanson fan. We talk. We talk. It's not being a lie, but I didn't know she had OnlyFans, but I won't subscribe either because I don't do that. Um. Right. Anyway, no. I I said originally this morning when I found out. Like, I can't, I'm not a fan anymore because I fucking hate people that can't make weight. But it's very hard when you actually like the fighter rather than like, oh, Paul Acosta missed weight again. Like, I don't like him anyway. Um, Or, hey, like, Mackenzie Darren didn't make weight. Uh, like, well, I have mixed feelings about it anyway, so now I don't like her. Like, so I'm going to, fuck. I wanna, I, I'm not going to say I'm done because, you know, I'm loyal. <laughs> Yeah, you oh have brought God. up though in the past that like women do have harder. They had, yeah, and Andrew harder. said that this morning too. It's like, and it is true they have a very, very much harder time making weight. Yeah, but like, so, I mean, like, you yeah, they're. I don't even know if I want to say it out loud, but like their period can make them gain like five, six pounds, like that, like just fucking out of nowhere. So I, it's so much harder for them with with all that stuff. I don't like her missing weight, but he's fuck, man. She's still fighting, so whatever. I guess I. Uh, did you guys want to? Did you guys want to make a pick on this at all? Or I might. 
No, honestly, she's not fighting too well. I don't know what's going to happen. Normally, I have the confidence. Now I don't. I just yeah, last it. the last two against Kay Hansen, Kay Hansen fought just wasn't convincing enough for me to want to continue yeah. to keep betting her. Um, I hope she wins because if she loses, she's probably going to get cut, given that she missed weight too. Yeah, I mean, given the last two, given that she has more weight, maybe she'll be better at wrestling. Maybe. She's not a bad. I wouldn't say that. I shouldn't say she's good either, but it depends. I guess, like, I don't know. Maybe she'll be better in the <laughs> grappling situations, but I, yeah, like, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I'm I, not, I don't think I'm gonna make a pick. I mean, she's gonna. Granted, this is um, Piera, Piera, Piera Rodriguez's second fight in the UFC. She's still undefeated, so she's probably she's undoubtedly no slouch. Um, I'm not comfortable with putting anything on this one. I was just more about the the weight thing. Agreed. Sorry. Got off right, track. So I, I put in the notes here that I was going to stay away from the uh, Vendera Linux fight. Um, I don't know if you guys agreed with me on this one. Uh, I, I think strictly it's kind of a coin flip based on whether or not Vendera can survive the first, what, like three minutes? Because after that, Olenek basically well, is just going to. Vendera out. just fought too, didn't he? He did. But also. He fought like, Greg Hardy. Not very hard. Like Olenek, Vendera is like a great example of a guy that Olenek would just eat up in his prime. Yeah. But like Olenek's what? How how old is the guy now? He, he is. Is rocking. 45. He's 44. 44. Damn, how it's close. He's 44. Dude has, his gas tank is about good. He's good for about three minutes in a fight. And then after that, it's gone. So he's I think an underdog right now on DraftKings. I just I have no confidence in it. I'm like I said, I Even the press. The only says, thing I would bet on him would be submission. submission. It's only plus one Ezekiel choke. Yeah, it's submission by Ezekiel choke. <laughs> <laughs> like, Signature. Yeah, I but like if it doesn't happen in the first three minutes, I think Vendera's gonna yeah. win the fight. So if like, it's not in the first half of the first round. Well, could you could you bet um like Vendera? They don't even have that. Oh, a few more. Like Vendera by uh, win TKO in the first round. Like, that's actually pretty good. I don't know. I Like I said, I'm, I'm just not really willing to dip into these waters. Um, and then I was going to say the same for the Mickey Gall. Uh, oh, I'm not touching that fucking thing. Like Malott fight. Um, kind of for the similar reasons that, like, well, first, like, I don't know who Mike Malott is. He's I'm pretty sure he's fought like nine times in a decade total. Um, and there's I was trying to find tape on him and I really I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I was also running into that issue. I found like some really like shitty footage that was like a highlight that was like a quarter of the screen was like showing of what actually was happening and it was like just like they're in their hands and i was like okay this doesn't help me honestly okay, so. i'm gonna go with mickey mickey go money line this is manalytics I mean, it's, a, it's a pick them so yeah, yeah. He, uh, mike's going strictly manalytics on this episode because he did no research <laughs> mickey go plus 160 on on uh draft kings why don't you just do the fight to end in a submission that's yeah. I was thinking about that too, but I don't know what the exact odds are. I mean, just here. based off of like their previous fights, like plus three fifty. That's not a bad option, honestly. I mean, yeah. if he's gonna win, it's gonna be submission. He's not a striker. 
There's, I mean, Malat's like kind of, he's like kind of split between yeah on his wins um from TKO's submissions, but like yeah, but how much of that is wrestling going for the submission and just pounding them out? Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's he's going to the ground no matter what. Yeah, I mean the like his most recent fights, both of them ended in uh like submissions. You know, so it it is worth saying that Mickey Gall has never lost um, two in a row, I believe. Uh, Yeah, but he also like he also like doesn't he doesn't have a lot of like fight volume. Damn, he lost to Diego Sanchez. Oh, actually, that's not true. That happened. (laughs) That was probably before uh, Diego learned the touch of death. Oh yeah, (laughs) give him the Tyson. You guys have seen that video, right? Of the trainer like running around there. What's his name? Fabio. Yeah, Josh. Something like that. Yeah, Josh Fabio. He fucking Joshua Fabio. Yeah, he's chasing his fucking fighters around with a knife around the fucking octagon. Oh yeah, he's a weirdo, man. He's like, don't let the knife touch you. Don't let the knife touch you. (laughs) Like, yeah, no shit, motherfucker. Like, what what did he do? Like. It was so weird. And then, like, the weird, like, video of him, like, of Diego Sanchez, like, pretty much, like, almost naked, like, hanging from the top of a bar by his legs. Yeah, upside down. Yeah, upside down. And Fabio's, like, slapping him with, like, a fucking, like, frat, like, whatever you call them, like, the the, paddle. The frat paddles. I I thought it was his hands. I thought it was his hands, too. No, it was, like, some. It was like we're getting paddle. off topic. We're getting yeah, off topic. Gonna, ah, anyway, final decision: Mickey go by submission. I'm just gonna go submission. Actually, I would say just submission. I'm general. not making a pick, so I'm switching back. Just money line. Just money line. It's good enough odds for me to just pick a money line. Honestly, fight down and submission. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. Let's move on to the next fight: Aspen Ladd and Raquel Pennington. I'm gonna take Raquel Pennington by decision at minus 105. Um, I think Pennington's definitely. Um, she's riding a little bit higher with her performances. Um, and she's just far more consistent. She's on a three fight win streak. And it, did you guys see Aspen Ladd's weight cut? She the... looked like shit. She looked drained. They always do, but yeah, they always and do. But she looked, she's she, 135. She's has she ever fought at 145 before? I don't know. Um, but I, I don't know. She, it, the weight cut just didn't look very good for her. And then her last performance against Claudia Dumont, she looked real. Is it Claudia Dumont? Or is that the actress? Against Dumont, um, she just looked super flat. And I think oh, since I Pennington has one, yeah. since Pennington has just proven over and over again that she's a very reliable fighter, albeit with a very uh she she's not very athletic, so she has a ceiling to her game. You know, she's never gonna be at the top of the division, I don't think like with the elite, but um, it's very consistent. And I don't see any reason why Pennington shouldn't be able to just pull out a decision on this. Unless Aspen Ladd returns to that prospect that we saw very early in her career. I think when she came on to the scene in 2019. Um, She got a knockout, didn't she? Yeah, that was so long ago. It just, it seems like her career is kind of fading. And she, I think she, she, I mean, I hate to say it, but she, I think she kind of, She's in danger of getting cut. She's only lost one, dude. Like, really? Yeah. She's, she's lost not... two in her career, but, like... Uh, no, I know, but, like, she lost she's not on, she's like, a losing around. streak. You know? I thought she got... I thought she was, like... She's number four in the world. 
she really? Yes. She's ranked higher than Raquel Pennington. I don't think she should be ranked really that high, but that's just me. I mean, she has two losses. The bad spells that I've been watching. She has. I was the video I was watching. She looked. She looked bad. Granted, I I don't. I don't really look at the rankings too much. No, I know, but she's lost two of her of her last three. I mean, that's not a terrible streak. No, no, I guess not. But let's. Raquel Pennington is the the biggest name she's fought. Uh, actually, no, she fought Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, she fought Jeremy. Oh Jesus! Sixteen seconds. When the fuck did that fight happened? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> she lost to Durandami in sixteen seconds. Yeah, TKO. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, Durandami. As much as I'm not personally a big fan of her, she is like the Iron Lady is a very fitting name for her. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, that's. A, I hope that didn't look scary too. All right, so if I do make a pick, it's going to be right before the fight, and it's going to be Aspen Lad Moneyline. I want to see what she looks like coming into the cage. You know what I mean? Like, if I if I can see significant, like, I don't know. Not that you can tell all the time because, you know, Cowboy came out against Connor. Just a reference. From what I remember, he looked pretty ready to go. And then, obviously – uh, 25 seconds into the fight, his nose is broken. So that'll change, you know, a little bit. But, yeah, if I do make a decision, it'll be right before the fight, and it'll be her. <laughs> Maybe because right. I have a few beverages in me, too. <laughs> <laughs> that'll always help. Um, so next fight, I'm going to take Anthony Hernandez to defeat Josh Fremd. Um, mm-hmm. I like him to finish the fight, but it's only a minus 140 for him to win by a finish. Um and then by any finish on, or by knockout? Yeah, either sub or knockout. I I think he could score both. Um, yeah, he's a good again, fighter, man. Minus one forty, not the greatest odds to try and get a finish. So, um, I was thinking kind of just stuff him also in a parlay at minus one ninety five with his money line, or if you you do feel confident in the finish, uh, you could put the finish in a parlay. Well, a um, submission. I was thinking maybe a submission just based off his couple of fights. I mean, he yeah. has he has a higher volume of submissions in his wins than he does anything else. Plus one seventy five, they ain't bad either. You know, and then I mean, this Friedman guy's kind of split between he's kind of even on like his like uh on his like wins when it comes to he has four knockouts, three submissions, and then two decisions. Like, I mean, you know, and again, like I don't really know these guys. Like, I don't really know like these guys that he's fought necessarily. But like, I mean, it, it, I Anthony Hernandez is good like grappling, so I don't yeah. really, I don't really see him getting out of that. I mean, he was Rodolfo Vieira, um, and uh, that might Jung, be who I'm thinking of. Yeah, and uh, Jung Jun Jun Young Park. Yeah, uh, and that was another submission he got on him. So I mean, I don't really. Dude, uh, Rodolfo Vieira, by the way, is a four-time world champion in jiu-jitsu. So I mean, I think Anthony Hernandez getting some mission here isn't a bad call. No, it's so. not at all. He's also got a really good gas tank too. My only worry about that is like Frem's. Um, he's a tendency to be a very slow starter in his boxing, and Hernandez has shown decent boxing skills um, to the point where I think 
there is a risk of him getting caught early in the fight. I'd say in the first four minutes or so, um, it takes Josh, it takes Josh friend to get going in an actual fight. So, um, you know, if, if, if Anthony Hernandez catches him early, I mean, we could be also be looking at a guy who just takes the top mount and just scores a, a TKO, which yeah, I, that's, I, a, that's I a tricky possibility. One. So I think it's tricky. That's why I'm going a little bit safer with a finish. Okay. But in a parlay too. Yeah, but that would probably okay. have to be in a parlay. But yeah. I, I don't hate your submission pick. That's why I say by finish because I do think he does have that. Um, he does have the jujitsu chops jiu-jitsu. To, to to score a submission one. So it wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. Um. What's up? Huh? Oh, great podcasting. <laughs> There's slight miscommunication. <laughs> I think so. Um. All right, so we'll go to the feature prelim. Ian Gary and Darian Weeks. Ian I'm gonna take Ian. Gary knockout. Ian Gary knockout. Ian fucking Gary knockout. It's gonna fucking happen. Ian Gary knockout. Calling right now. This is the one I am actually like. If I had money, I'd be sending it on this hundred percent. Ian Gary knockout. Not even fucking no doubt in my goddamn mind. Ian Gary knockout. Right now. Plus one twenty. Right now. Yep. Plus one twenty. Um, and the books, um, I I totally agree with that. Um, Weeks, I think, is definitely a more physical fighter um, as far as his tools. Um, but he lacks, I think he lacks fight IQ and just seems to kind of just wander around in the cage. Like, he doesn't ever seem to have a game plan. He just aimlessly just kind of just moves around and does things, like, at random. Um and then I think 90% of the time, I have no idea what the fuck I am doing. <laughs> <laughs> the old guy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. The, the verbal meme, uh, Darian Weeks is old guy. meme. Um, yeah. So I think Ian Gary can look to operate in, in the type of space that we, that weeks will end up giving him. And I think, you know, watching back his fight against, um, Williams, he, I think he set up that knockout using those range attacks and he ended up getting him on a, on a pretty long distance punch, um, on a counter shot. So he did look a little bit, he's a big motherfucker too. Holy shit. The the fight, that fight against Williams wasn't as clean of a performance as I would have liked. Um, but I do think he can get it done against weeks, especially scoring a knockout. That is. Agreed. Yep. All right, so that'll wrap up the prelims preview. Um, we'll look to 273's main card here. Uh, I oh, wasn't really shit. I wasn't gonna bet the uh Vinick Pitchell and the Mark Madsen fight. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know enough about these guys at all. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck. I, I don't main, really... Mike's uh, Mike's rock hard main card. <laughs> this is gonna <laughs> be the back burner here. <laughs> Are you putting that on them? Are you putting that on? I have to. It's on the main card. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I didn't really see anything that I knew about any of these guys, like based off the research. I mean, if we're going manalytics, my manalytics, I'm gonna go Pinchel because he just got a six dash, but that's really good. Like that's that's that's. I mean, they're both on three fight win streaks. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like like, there's not enough tape on them. I just. I, I won't well, like I'm saying like I didn't really know who to pick between the two like 
You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of a – it's like a coin – this is definitely a coin flip fight too. I think this would be a very close one. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I, – I didn't even look at the line, but maybe look into an over. Maybe it's, put that uh, in a parlay. Minus 115 for uh, Pitchell, minus 105 for Madsen. I was leaning more towards Madsen doing my research, but then I didn't write down why. So – um, great podcasting. I'm, I, I think I'm you, gonna go me, Madsen. Madsen in the parlay. I think you, me, and Alex threw together our research in like an hour. Not even. I ran. <laughs> <laughs> I got my fucking so, dick kicked super, in all week. <laughs> super. I did, it, I did it yesterday, but I was doing it like during classes, so it was kind of super, s- super prepared. Super yeah, scars on the best <laughs> card of the fucking year, probably. So this is going to be a good card. Um, Okay, so moving to the next fight, Mackenzie Dern and Tisha Torres. I'm going to take Dern by decision. Um, I I think Mike would disagree with this one. I don't know about you, Alex. Dern by submission. Hmm. Um, Submission? I don't know. I don't know about that one. Tisha Torres looked looked pretty comfortable on the ground. I mean, if you watch the the Andrade fight. Holy shit. Yeah, but... Oh man, I just have a weird feeling. I think Dern's gonna pull out a submission here. Um, I think it's just gonna be I think she's gonna surprise us all. Um, not really surprise. I mean she's a good submit she's a good like jujitsu. Like I don't I don't really Holy see what the fuck dude. what the issue is on that one. Like I think that like I I I genuinely think that Mackenzie Dern's really great on in terms of jujitsu her jujitsu, not saying that uh uh Tisha Torres isn't, but I mean, and she's going to be comfortable on the ground, so there's going to be some sort of type of type of submissions. I think Mackenzie Dern is going to, I think Mackenzie Dern is going to get some sort of arm or knee bar, her favorite thing to do, and she's going to send it home. Let's see, I uh... Mike, you've been holy shitting over there for a little bit. What's uh, yeah? What because I was looking at Torres's fucking um, past fights, dude. She's literally fought everybody that's either been a champion. And if it's anyone that's not been a champion or fought for a title, she's beat them. Uh, Which I didn't really think of before. They both lost to Marina Rodriguez. So I'm just kind of like, God, I want to, I really want to go Tisha Torres money line. Yeah. I think Mackenzie Burns. Yeah, I'm going to submission here. Fuck it. I'm going Tisha Torres money line. Manalytics. All right, I'm gonna go against you. Um, I, I think Dern. I need it for the parlay look, too. Let's be honest. I can't yeah, just pick all the favorites. If if Dern, if Dern looks anything like she did in anything before the Rodriguez fight, I don't see her having any issues at all. Yeah, she um, looked really good. And her her pressure combined with her pretty salt, like her her boxing's okay, but it's good enough to to get her through and be able to pressure and, and give different looks to fighters. And then using that to back her opponent into the fence and then ultimately score a takedown where she, you, we all know she's going to be way more comfortable. I think the main issue for Torres is that, and I'm sure this isn't the first time this has been argued against her is that she's just such a, like she's a much smaller fighter in length. Mm-hmm. Like much, much. I feel like Darren's going to go for a lot of takedowns. And that could be the deciding factor. But I really I mean? think that, yeah, but it, for Torres to score any type of offense, she has to get into that kind of range where 
Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to be very susceptible for takedowns. Yeah, and she's got to get it. She's got to get in there. And then, yeah, yeah, she's got to get in close. And it, we're, I guess, we'll we'll see how good Tisha Torres's wrestling defense is, um, because she's going to have to try and fight in a phone booth against yeah. Mackenzie Dern. Um, but it, if we see the Mackenzie Dern that did face Rodriguez, who was very um, overly patient just kind of deer in a headlights kind of a thing looked fine lack of energy yeah just no sense of urgency really um then i could totally see tisha torres just outboxing her for an entire what, mm-hmm. you know 15 minutes that wouldn't surprise me either but I, i'm still gonna go with mckenzie Dern by decision at plus it's plus 330 so that, yeah that could be a big winner i i like that one especially if it's a slower paced fight which I honestly think it will be. Oh, it wouldn't fuck. bug me. God damn it. Also, it wouldn't bug me if Mackenzie Dern just scored a takedown and secured top position for 15 minutes either. Yeah, but it's a big decision that she would love. <laughs> All right. That's so, a good pick, honestly. I'm just not going to write it. <laughs> All right. So we'll go to the next one. This is the people's main event, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Zetramayev is definitely, he's, he's, basically taken over all the headlines to this fight um well not all of them but there's been a lot pretty much since the press conference has started um what a weird story timeline in terms of like their meetings that you've seen like on social media or just like on any sort of like public media like they meet in like the hotel like seem all buddy buddy seem all real nice then come out into the uh at the start of the like pre-conference show or like the pre-fight conference show, like they're talking, like they're like, yeah, I respect this guy. Like, you know, he's, I know he's going to be prepared, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And out of nowhere, Hamza just like starts shit talking him. And I I'm love gonna it. knock him out in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. Like, it's great. I don't think he's going to knock him out in a minute. I'd be like surprised, but like, I mean, I, I, that was just, that was just a weird switch up. I just did not see that coming. I mean, fuck it. Like, make your bag. I mean, you know, you know, people are there. Yeah, he's got to sell the fight. They can't. Yeah. I don't know. They, yeah. He's got to sell the fight, and I don't know if Hamzat. He's definitely a draw right now, but he'll be bigger if he just create like hypes a fight and talks shit rather than. He's gonna fuck. People are gonna watch this fight anyway, but I don't know why. Think- but further down the road, talking shit is probably better for him because people love that. I smish. Well, he's crazy too. Yeah, he like is. I was, I was reading an article uh, about a friend he has at in the UFC. She's a fighter on the roster. I can't remember who it was, but she was saying that whenever they run into each other in the PI, the Performance Institute, mm-hmm. he he just calf kicks her out of nowhere, like no shin guards, nothing. <laughs> and then they were in the sauna together, and he tried wrestling her. <laughs> yeah, I, remember when he met Daniel Cormier? That video. Just starts oh, grappling. Yeah, you tried him. just wrestling him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, like, I don't know. You you've seen me and Augie greet each other. And we're just grabbing. We're looking for like a fucking takedown or something. Like that's how I greet my dad. I'm looking for a takedown. <laughs> <laughs> my dad wasn't even a wrestler, technically. Um anyway. I don't know. Did you guys want to make a pick on this? I know Mike, you're kind of required to based on uh, your yeah. So I'm like, I'm very torn. I feel like I've said it, I think, to my brother earlier this week. I feel like it's very, very disrespectful 
to Gilbert Burns, these what these fucking odds makers did. Yes, hundred like, percent. And I don't, I know if he should be the favorite. I just, I don't know. Like it. Well, I think because uh, we don't know where Hamzat stands. If we, this is the this is the test. Yeah. Well, I it's think a the fucking odds makers mystery. are protect because. After all, this is a it's a it's basically a financial investment company, right? So yeah, when they yeah. see people, you know, Hamza Jamayev has basically been driven, he's been driving a lot of like media attention. He's been driving a lot of um I heard he was driving a lot of the um the YouTube like hashtags basically. Yeah. So like a lot of um like YouTube channels have been putting his name on a lot of things so that way they'll end up on people's home pages. So people see the name Hamzat and they immediately want to bet on him. So then mm-hmm. as more bets flood in, the odds get, you know, worse yeah. or more in his favor. So I think that's kind of why that's happening. It's a casual better type of thing. I just don't know. Yeah. Like this yeah. is the, the one I'm most excited to see, but the one I'm least excited to have to gamble on. I, I mean, I'm not making a pick on it. I think Hamzat's going to win, but I, I'm not willing to put money on it. Over. See? Over one and a half. Not the greatest odds in the world, but I think it's I, – I like that pick. Because we haven't, like – I mean, fuck. Like, Hamzat hasn't made it – hasn't let any of his opponents make it out of the fucking first round pretty much, except for one, right? Yeah, he's absorbed one significant strike in his UFC career. Like – but he hasn't so, fought anyone in the top five. That, that's what concerns me. It's like, fuck, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, if you put together... Like if we watch of, Gilbert Burns put down Kamaru Usman, granted, he still lost the fight, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's it just... This is a very intriguing matchup, and it's one that I'm so excited to see as a fan. As a so, better, I have zero interest in betting this, though. Yeah, yeah I, I don't want to bet it. So, <laughs> hypothetically, hypothetically, right... Gilbert Burns win. Gilbert Gilbert Burns were to win. How would he win? I don't know. I that's, no that's right. Yeah, like I, I would say he he'd have but, to catch him on a strike, but I don't. <laughs> but like, how would you think Hamza would win? Submission, finish, or like TKO? He'd probably finish. I would assume. I would assume finish TKO. Some sort, but then I saw that last time, and he submitted the guy. So like, I don't know. <laughs> See, yeah, like, I don't know what it's going to look like on the ground or I think if they Gilbert go to the Burns, ground at all. I think Gilbert Burns, I think his one avenue of success besides maybe the power in his hands is maybe also to keep him on the ground. Like, I'm not saying Hamzat's like – like, Hamzat's really good on the ground, like absurdly good on the ground. But I think Gilbert Burns is also insane on the ground. And oh, I yeah, think he's, that's like, he's like a world he's champion. A Brazilian he's world champion. Jiu-Jitsu, Jiu-Jitsu world saying. champion. So. Like, yeah. so, like, I think, like, he – I think they're going to try and maybe test each other on the ground. I think that might, right. that might be what happens. Right. No more split. No more splitting hairs. Mike, give me your pick. I, can't, I don't want to. <laughs> I'll come back to it at the end. I'll give you something. All right. All right. We'll come back to it at the end. All right. So, next fight. I know Alex has been waiting for this for Fucking over a year now. Fake uh, champ. The fake fucking champ finally. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You can say your piece. Hang on. Piotr Jan and Aljamain Sterling. Um, this will go for, uh, was this the the bantamweight? No. Yeah, bantam. The uh, the bantamweight title. Yeah, I don't even know his weight classes. I know. I I I mix that and featherweight up for some reason. Okay, yeah, I can see that. They're both super exciting. Well, they are. Um. So, yeah, this will be for the Bantamweight title that Aljamain Sterling currently has. Um, it's been a very strange 13 months with Aljo bearing 
most of the criticism from the public, even though Piotr Jan made the very intentional mistake of kneeing him in the head. Mm-hmm. Well, his coach just told him to do it. I thought his coaches were saying, don't do that. Like, punch him. <laughs> Habib, I think Habib said, because he translated, that they were telling him, like, go knee. <laughs> and he was just like, fuck it. <laughs> I could it be wrong, but like, like – we were rehashing this for basically no reason, but like it wasn't even close. It wasn't yeah. like no, 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 no. This was four zero. Like, he was on his knee. No, for no, no, like, no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. That's not what I, mean. I mean like ten the knee was completely like down. yeah, yeah, he was yeah. A, very much a down fighter, and like yes, yes, the fact I that people think that Aljo was acting, I think, is kind of crazy because, I mean, he took a knee to the temple. Yeah. The I'm, only reason, I, like, yeah, I joke about it, but like I. Like if you're not expecting it, those are the ones that fuck you the most. Like the only you the know, reason like, I could see why people don't think why they might think he was acting is because he wasn't fucking out. You know what I mean? Like he didn't see it. Uh, those are the ones that hurt you the most. Where I could I because I don't believe that he was acting. There's more like I could see why people think he was because he wasn't just fucking out on the floor. Yeah, like yeah, he was totally out of it, but he wasn't dead. And when I say dead, I mean it's like KO'd eyes in the back of the head. I, I also don't think it, it doesn't help that he was completely gassed too. Oh yeah, he was so gassed. Yeah, we um, you and I, I watched that fight together. I think that I think I was rewatching it, kind of knowing how it was going to end, and I was rescoring it myself. And I could totally see a judge scoring it after that fourth round as a two-two. Well, Aljo, first two yeah. rounds. The first two, the first two rounds, Aljamain Sterling completely held the center of the octagon. He outstruck Piotr Jan. I mean, granted, Piotr Jan did end up with more takedowns, but that was in the third and fourth round. Um, I mean, he just he didn't let him breathe basically. And Piotr Jan's always been kind of a more patient, slower fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then how do you like you're gassed, so you're obviously you're done. Right, but what I'm saying is that that fight was closer than people think. If it were if, I on the judges scorecards at the time of the knee, I'm not saying I'm not saying by the time that fifth round comes around that Aljamain Sterling is going to win that fight because he was 100% losing going into that fifth round because I scored it three one in favor of Jan, um, but I could I could see why it would be two two. It was a much closer fight than I think people think. And I think that last round too, like the way he just manhandled Sterling. I mean, some may argue, I, I, at least I, like me and foods were talking about it. Like, honestly, like if that was a 10, eight, wouldn't be like, what card was that like? thing in the world? Oh man. It was the co-main event. It was, or, Behovich, uh, it was Adesanya versus Adesanya. Behovich, right? Yeah. That was when Adesanya yes. tried to become yes. a double champ. Okay. Oops. Um, they're not, uh, you, you just can't test the Polish power, dude. I have the well, Polish power. You can yes. if you're Teixeira. Oh, we don't gotta talk about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think I, I'm I'm curious to see how this one goes around. There is precedent for a fighter like Aljamain Sterling winning. Um, if I, I, my, the first thing that comes to mind is Randy Couture and Chuck Liddell. Um, I I think Jan's a better wrestler than him. <laughs> yeah, I think like Randy so Couture is a clearly superior wrestler. Wait, okay, finish your angle because I might be getting well. Because, all right, so in the, in the first fight, Randy Couture completely dominated Chuck Liddell on the feet, right? Mm-hmm. And then the weird, everyone's like, there's no way that Chuck Liddell has any chance now because he was basically just outclassed in his own game. And then the second fight came around and 
Chuck Liddell knocked him out. So there is, it's not like this is completely unheard of where a fighter figures it out after, you know, a time time away from his previous opponent and, and figures it out. The only problem is I don't know how that's going to work in this situation. But that's exactly what people said with Chuck Liddell and, and Randy Couture. So I, that, that makes it a little bit harder for me. I'm still going to go Jan by decision at plus 110. Um, because I, like you said, I do think at the end of that fight, Jan did look to be a better wrestler against a very gassed Aljamain Sterling. Um, and, and so that just kind of seems like it slims down Aljamain Sterling's more, you know path to victory. I don't, but I, here's the other thing too. I don't see a path to victory for him. You know what I mean? I mean like I, he, okay. I'm looking at the the stats from the last one. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. I need to watch this one again. Jan with a knockdown, seven for seven on takedowns. I mean, Aljo had more strikes, more significant strikes. But even if it's the same game plan, like how how much can you improve your gas tank in a year when you spent eight months rehabbing? Oh yeah, no, I totally agree. That's I, why I, I'm, I'm still picking. I'm still picking. No, I know, I know. Piotr Jan. I don't want to get it confused at all. I do think that this will that this. Oh, shit. Now, you think you, now that you bring up that last one, because I was saying all week, Jan by murder, Jan by murder. Like I, <laughs> but it seems so much closer than what I remember it as. <laughs> I think that's for everyone's case because I think yeah. the last image in people's mind is Alderman Sterling getting absolutely dominated, and his body language is so poor that it looked oh, like terrible. You, you would think he was like flopping around, just, which Grammy rolls and stuff, which is but still, you would think he was getting dom. You think he was losing every round, ten eight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I Peter Jan Piotr Jan fourth round knockout plus two thousand four hundred odds right now. Not even fucking betting on it. <laughs> yeah, you're just throwing crap against the wall yeah. seeing what sticks now. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I think throwing I think dirt into the fan, but you gotta th- remember to throw it into the back of the fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I think Piotr Jan is going to win this fight, hands down. Like, I think it will be close. I think Aljo's only chance, only chance of winning is if he gets him within the first round. Only chance. Like, That's it. I and don't really if, get the whole, like, I don't understand the whole, like, sense that Aljamain Sterling isn't good enough either because you don't. Beat Corey Sandhagen without being really, Smoke really good. Corey Sandhagen. Yeah, it wasn't close either. Oh my god! It went inside the first two minutes. Yeah, yeah. He's a like he's no a great one, grappler. There's no doubt like about no that. No one does that to yeah. Damn. So, um, but did you guys see them? Piotr Jan said that he's gonna fight him on site. And yeah. Algerman was like, "Yeah, here's my hotel room, dude." <laughs> Like just or, same location, Mike, or him coming He's, out in the press conference with the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars helmet on. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. But knee, my heartburn is hitting me. <laughs> putting his hands out, and he's like looking at Pyorian. He's like, "No, no, stop, no." <laughs> <laughs> like what a fucking clown, dude! Holy he shit, is, dude! I mean, as much as people hate Aljo, I think he's hilarious. Oh yeah, I like him. He's kind. I think people have more of a problem with how he's like. Handles. reacted after yeah yeah oh definitely after but and yeah the people are always gonna hate what you do anyway 
100%. And like yeah, I said, you fucking has fun with it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, like we're the, he's been basically destroying the public eye over a mistake that he didn't do. Yeah. 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 Like he had no control in that situation. No, none. He was a and, completely and, down fighter. And yeah. you're telling, and, and like those people are also the same people that would probably be in the exact same position as him, be also milking it too. You know, not milking like the. the I don't think like, I don't think Aljo milked it though. Not saying milk it. I mean, like you would be promoting yourself as a champ. Why not? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, well. yeah, like title. You have the fucking belt around you. Like, fucking make your money. Make your fucking bag. I don't like, know. You could you could make the argument though. Justin Gaethje completely dismantles Tony Ferguson and throws the belt on the floor. Well, yeah, I mean that was. For that's also in, for that an interim, interim title, and that's yeah, yeah, completely different. Yeah, but still, I. I'm just saying, like you could say the interim, this interim title is equivalent to his title, Devil's Avocado. <laughs> okay, um, there is a special. <laughs> Look, There's a all special I'm saying on- is the people that are hating on Aljo are also the same people that in his exact same position would be doing probably the exact, exact same thing he would be doing in terms of like yeah, – I think anyone would. 100%. That's what I'm saying. Um, no, no, I agree quick. with you. I'm just, playing, I'm just playing the bad guy. Yeah, no, I, know, I know. Real quick, there is a prop on uh, DraftKings called Deja Vu. It's Aljamain Sterling to win by disqualification at plus 3,500. No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer it. Hammer it. <laughs> That's great. DraftKings no throwing mad shade. I love it. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Imagine if that hits. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's not going to okay. hit, though. No. Sorry. Let's go into the main event. I hope it doesn't. Um. So Alexander Volkanovsky and the Korean zombie are going to fight for the, like, this is the featherweight, right? Yes. <laughs> the featherweight world championship held by the incumbent Volkanovsky. I told you, man, I, this is the only two classes I mix up. Um, and I'm going to take Volk by decision at minus 125. I think I also might stuff this in a parlay as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. But also, I, I think it has enough war- has enough merit to stand on its own. Um, and, I, dude, Volkanovsky, it, I'm so happy he's in a main event. Yeah, but he's always the lighter guy, isn't he? He's always the lighter guy, like lighter chant when he fights. Yeah, that's true. Um, But they do 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 him dirty with that as well. Like, you can put him on a separate card. Like, you don't have to put him on the same one as Usman and Masvidal. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, well, that fight was crazy. Was he not the fucking main event for their last one, for his last one against uh, Ortega? He definitely was. He definitely was. Because those were the, the tough coaches. You're right. You're right. The, the females swapping for him, right? Was it? I'm looking at it right now. Go ahead. Uh, Say your point. Yeah, Valentina. Uh, oh, Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. Yeah. Mm. I'm just like all over the fucking place with my uh, my history at the moment, aren't I? <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm going to say Volkanovski might be the hardest fighter in the world to game plan for. Yeah. I mean, he I just beat the, the best boxer in the division twice. Who also... Albeit, maybe he didn't beat him twice, but that's personal opinion. According to the uh, judges, he beat him twice. Yeah. Yes. Even though, and, I, and I'm one that have, has disagreed with them. 
they're the but, only six people in the world that whose opinions truly matter on the subject. The, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Shout the amount of fuck this again. <laughs> kidding, kidding. And then he if also, I see his name come up on Saturday, I bet your fucking money I vote decision no matter what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly don't even know if if he chose that fight either of them. Um, but then also he beat the the best Brazilian, arguably the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter in the division with Ortega. Um, Who, and again, those again, were his last two fights. Huh? Yeah, we've talked about this before. Like, on the last time we, we went over Ortega Volkanovski, like Ortega had the thing deep. Like, yeah, he talked three, about it this week too. Yeah, three to four oh, submissions, yeah. like pretty much almost in a row. I got, like, I would say deep like fucking in he had him in the guillotine he had him in like two arm bars or two arm bar attempts like uh, like i you just and you just get out of it like and i just don't see the zombie doing anything to that caliber in terms of his jujitsu and i just don't see him out i wouldn't discount i would not discount green zombies no i no no jujitsu is good it's good but i don't think it's better than ortega's i just don't it's just how no, I but I do think he is stronger than Ortega, which does help a lot. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think that, um, you know, these fights do make it very complicated to game plan for uh, Volkanovski. Um, I do like that. He's just so solid everywhere. Yeah. I like that Jung's new style, quote unquote, new style. Um, after he came back from conscription, um, he's more of like a counter striker now as opposed to a guy who's just going to flat out go balls out, but he's still incredibly entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. Cause I remember I said it at one point, I, I wasn't sure if I liked this matchup, but I mean, on pe- previous performances alone and his entertainment value, I'm very okay with him challenging for the title. Um, pretty much everyone else above him has gotten a shot and they came up short. So, you know, why not? Um, but Next you know, that counter striking, huh? Next man up. Yeah, I think that counter striking style does kind of fall into Volk's um, boxing skills, though, because I, you know, you watched his previous fights; he is very faint heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you watch him against all uh, 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 Jose Aldo, he did such a good job of fainting Aldo and luring him into traps and things like that, where. You know, Jose Aldo has been known for how how many years to be such a good kickboxer. Um, Boy, he forgot how to kick, so. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that next time he fights. Again. Next time he fights, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I I do think this fight will be slower than people mm-hmm. are anticipating. Yeah. But I think, and I think this fight will probably end up staying on the feet considering both of these guys are really good wrestlers so i don't see why they would want to go to the ground with each other um yeah i'm folk might mix they might try to mix them in but it might just be more to show the options rather than like actually to take down yeah i said on sunday reads chang sung jung jung korean zombie twisters alexander the great volkanovsky (laughs) <laughs> that would be nuts that would, that would be, nuts. be nuts i would love um, to see a twister i just want to see it honestly okay. that wouldn't be a bad way for me to lose my bet um you know i think this is also a bit disrespectful to put green zombies odds like this he is a heavy fucking underdog he's a huge underdog 
I don't know, but here's my thing is MMA math dictates these odds. Let's be honest. I mean, the guy beat Max twice. Max dismantled Ortega. Ortega dismantled Korean Zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. But and, and at the same time, it should be a little closer, in my opinion. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Volk's fights with both of these, both of the aforementioned guys you said were so close that, like, it mm-hmm. I feel like he just keeps living on the edge. Especially so, Holloway. I talked about this, and actually, this thank you for bringing that up because this is something that uh, me and my brother talked about earlier this week. So I relate Vokes winning to wrestlers that I know. There are wrestlers out there that are so fucking good, but they win by like two, three points. And I use the example of a friend of mine in high school in the state semifinals. He lost like five to three. And you're like, Dude, like two points, like you're that good. Like you had him, like you could have had him, you know, whatever you're, you're trying to like cheer him up, but you honestly think you could have won. And he looks at you and goes, no, I had no fucking chance. It's two points, but those two points are so far just because of how good he is. There's kids that'll walk out there. A good example would be like Francis and Ghana just knocks you out. That's the kid that's going to attack or pin you. And they're just that good. And then there's people that are that good, but that's not their style. They're just going to point fight you. They're going to make it look close, not on purpose, but there's just, you're not, you're never going to have a chance. There's kids I lost to like three to two. And my dad's like, oh, like, one point, one point. I'm like, dad, I no, like one point that might as well be 10 points. Like I'm not going to score the two points or one point to go to overtime. So that's kind of how I relate folks fighting is, yeah, the fights are close. The maxes are a little different, but at the same time, like they're so close, but so far in between it. What else does Max have to do to actually get a win? What else did Ortega actually have to do to get a win? That distance could be so much bigger than it looks like. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great way to put it. I I really I never really thought of it that way, but that's I mean, that is a that's a fantastic point. That's by the way, that you. kid my buddy lost to ended up going to Nebraska, Cornhusker. Shout out, J.A. <laughs> that's a good point. That, I think that's why we that's why we have you on the uh, podcast. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Let's hear this. Uh, let's hear this main card right. parlay because uh, Mike's the odds main are, card. The odds are not because now. So, <laughs> well, now you got to make a pick on the Shemai Burns. Did, did I win? Yeah, I know. Did I win the last one I placed? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. Let's see. Madsen. Remember, these are all money line. Madsen, uh, Tisha Torres, Hamzat, Jan, and Volk. Four. I'm picking Hamzat. Be- uh, the odds come out at plus 557. So just over my threshold of being for- 500. What's that, five lager? Yeah, there was supposed to be six fights on the main card, but one of them got canceled, I believe. Gas them. Yeah, the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gas them. Um, Sorry. So I I wasn't gonna tell you guys this, but I'm gonna take a I'm gonna put a McDonald's McDouble on Gilbert Burns, Aljamain Sterling, and Chan Song Jung's money line. It's plus eleven thousand seven hundred and sixty-eight. Wait, when you say McDonald's McDouble, you're putting a dollar ten on it. Oh yeah. 
Fuck yes. <laughs> it's like if you put ten dollars, you win like a grand or something like. I'll fucking grand. root for that over my own shit. <laughs> Honestly, I I would like to see that happen, except for the Aljo thing. I yeah, love I, I love Piotr Jan too much. I can't. I don't want to. I don't ever want to bet against that guy. I I don't. I don't dislike Aljo, but I feel like the belt needs to be back in the hands of Piotr. Same. Like, I don't know if I agree. <sighs> Fuck. We're getting back into this. But, like, it's just an illegal strike. Yes, he can't continue. But I honestly, Andrew, I think I said this when we – because we watched this one together. I think I said this is like, all right, no. Nobody gets a belt. No contest. Yeah, no no contest. Like, I don't understand. But that I don't I mean, make in any rules, other obviously. circumstance, the win goes to the other guy. The guy who had the foul committed against him. So yeah. why would you change that just because it's subtle? Right? It doesn't make any sense. No, no, now, no, no. When no. I was before, that would be different. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just you. You don't want to see. They said it on the broadcast, if I remember correctly, even though it was like a year ago. Um, you don't want to see a title switch hands like that, just because it feels, it feels dirty, almost. Not that it wasn't like it was definitely an illegal strike. I'm not saying it's not. But it's switched hands on a like something that never should have happened. You know, I don't know. I my logic is probably failing because my no, brain stops working. But it is getting late. Um, yeah. Well. Right, you. So um, that'll wrap up the <laughs> that'll wrap up the the preview for a fight card that I'm very much looking forward to. This is a mm-hmm. stacked main card. Yes. Um, it was even more so when we had Kelvin Gastelum on it. I'm so that's unfortunate. Disappointed that he's out. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. There was a tweet the other day. It's like, oh, Gastelum pulled out of his fight. Guess who's stepping in? Kevin Gastelum. Because <laughs> he steps into every guy. Steps into every. Like, it's just a war. Yeah, that was that was like the criticism against him for a little bit. It was like, dude, like stop doing this. <laughs> yeah, but he kept losing those fights. Um. But yeah, th- this fight, this this will be a very entertaining pay-per-view card. Um, very much looking forward to this, despite the energy levels that you're hearing right now. Because yeah. I think we're all tired from a day at work. <laughs> day at work. I'm fucking got to work tomorrow. God. Escuela. Escuela. Very hard. All right. So, uh, Mike, I don't know. Did you have a uh, did you have an angry rant this week? Or, did, or are you just having a very peaceful time in your life at the moment? Honestly, I had one earlier, but I can't be that mad because I don't remember it. Um, <laughs> I have not chosen violence this week. So in terms I of the, when I say violence, I mean yelling about headlights. <laughs> I think running I think running has made you into like a very peaceful, like Zen person. Yeah, yeah. 20, 20 miles this week, dude. 22 last week. Like, I don't I don't know. Something something just Zen, dude. Yeah, Big yoga. Like you're gonna be vegan soon. Fuck no! Oh my god. <laughs> okay, nothing, uh, nothing against vegans, but it, I could never do it, dude. I love steak and burgers too much. Like I'm probably, I'm not gonna fucking cook right now. Where do you think I'm gonna go? McDonald's. <laughs> like, maybe get two McDoubles, no pickle, large Ooh. fry, no drink though. Like, I don't want to have soda. How about like you? You? You're not telling me you don't like an extra spicy sprite. Not not on a weekday. It's it's Friday, but it's not the weekend yet because I still have to work tomorrow too. 
I don't know. Why does McDonald's Sprite? Why did McDonald's it hits like different. so much spicier? They're crispy. Why, did, why are you saying it's spicy? It's not spicy. Why is it spicy? <laughs> well, then what is it? It's sweet, crispy. man. No, it's crispy. <laughs> it's refreshing. I was watching this, this this chick on Instagram try to drink a Sprite without burping. And she says, like, it's so spicy. I'm like, what? it's spicy what what else would you describe it how would you describe it sweet i think it's sweet tastes like candy but it's you're telling me it's not a little spicy what are you putting hot sauce in there you got some cholula in there (laughs) you get a little extra twang in there a little spicy sweet combo i could go for some spicy chicken right now is popeye still open No chance. There's one by my house. <laughs> 11 o'clock. Oh, you better zip on over there. Let me see. It's only 10. We're all right. I won't get it anyway. I might get it tomorrow, though. <laughs> yep, 11 right. o'clock on Fridays. Closing soon. All right. On that note, I think Mike wants to go get a spicy chicken. So if you guys have nothing else, let's uh, let's get out of here. I was going to bring out Chick-fil-A. <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich. Um Morally, no, yeah, good luck better. and everybody no. this weekend. Um, have fun with it. Hopefully, a good card. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, Popeyes is better. Not even yeah. remotely. True. I I agree with you. No, Chick-fil-A what, Alex? Elite. Are you serious? Chick Fil A is elite. Spicy take of the week. No pun intended, but kind of also at the same time. Spicy chicken from Chick Fil A, elite. It's not better than Popeyes. No disagree you like people being fake friends with you no i like <laughs> driving up to the drive-thru and they're like what the i don't fuck give do a you want fuck i don't is, fuck if they're dude. friends with me or not fuck those people i don't I give a shit. it's definitely we, not your pleasure i know it isn't Lee, we have a friend <laughs> who fucking loves to just shit on popeye's customer service but like eats it every week it's so funny to hear him talk about it i'm not gonna say his name obviously but it, it cracks you up every time. It's not the best customer service, let's be honest. <laughs> but their chicken's fucking delicious. All right, they're open on Sundays. Oh, huge! Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. That does piss. But me I'm off. not going to judge them for that. Either. Lord's Day discount Lord's Day. tire was closed on Sundays as well. All right, well. One last point before Alex signs off. Like, why does the NFL have to promote Chick Fil A on Sundays? Like every time, because it's the no fun league, they just want you to hate everything. Even like, though I watch every like game, I'll be watching football <laughs> and it's like, here's a Chick Fil A commercial. It's Sunday. Fuck me. Why? So I, I don't watch football, so <laughs> sucks. You're try. a loser. Let's get out of here. Alex, yeah. us off. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, this is Making the Walk podcast. Again, please follow us on our one social media which is on Twitter, making underscore the underscore walk. Uh, come follow us. Come talk to us. Uh, you know, we'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's been a great week, and it's only going to get better by tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a banger of a card. I'll UFC, demo you some money, Alex. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> UFC 273 is going to be fucking electric, and I can't fucking wait. Uh, and, and it's going to be a banger. All right. I'm here with my best friends, two best friends, actually, Michael Grosh and Andrew Lee. Thank you very much for listening. You guys have yourself a great night. All right, guys. Happy fight day.
regulators. We regulate any steel.